Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't know. I, I'm telling you, I'm I'm intrigued by all of that. It's just uh, really fascinating. Those guys have apparently written a really great book. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick that book up and read it. I assume your son already has it. If you haven't, I mean, your son and your husband both. Your husband's a lawyer. I know. He's gonna be of the combination of both, in right? Yeah, this is yeah. It is really fascinating. And it was a time. I, I mean, I. I you just knew when all that was going down because, of course, we were keeping a close eye on it here. There was so much going on there that, you know, you didn't know and and uh, a lot of palace intrigue. My wife really. said to me, and I, and I don't stop me if you're bored with all this, but she said, are you jealous of those guys? I don't have any, those guys write great books. I oh, love their books. I've known Dave and Casey both for a long time, and I've interviewed them many times on just about every book they've done. I, I remember interviewing Casey for Animal, his yeah. Joe Barboza book, when nobody was – but I knew that story, too, and that one's now going to be made into a major motion yeah. picture. Uh, those guys do great work, and we're fishing in very different ponds, believe me. Those guys are going to be on the New York Times bestseller, No, I have no yeah, doubt. Which is amazing. Can I tell you something? Uh, and this is, you know, not... I, Casey, was the producer of my show yeah. when I did 5 That's PM where he News. started. And this was before he, um, my, I, I was over at BZ, and this was before he was a known author, right? So he was he was starting to write books then under, you know, when he wasn't at, at work. And when he came out as this author, and then when I found out, you know, I didn't know anything about his connection to the Boston Strangler, and all, all of that started to come out, I was like, Wow. He was a great producer. I had no idea that he, you know, that that, that he could write like this. Though it was well, really nobody cool. did at the time. Yeah. And everyone was like, "What the hell is he doing?" And he was an happens. excellent producer. I do have to say, and I'm not saying that because you know uh, we're talking about him now. He really was. He was a very good news producer. He had a real nose for news. So it's not surprising at all that this is ultimately. Have no fear. Him. You won't have that problem again. Your current producer will never. He will not be out no, there writing books. There's never a point where you're going to go, wow, I never knew he was smart. Uh, no, no. Oh, no, that's not true. <laughs> that is not true. But I, I will be surprised if you start writing books, but well, I'll be fascinated. I, I just, I, we don't need to talk about Casey and Dave forever, obviously. You start talking about me again in my book. But I'll give you, a, both of them, yeah, their books have been made into movies, Patriots yeah. Day, right? They, these guys are very successful authors. They are very good at what they do. Uh, both of them separately said to me when my first book came out that if you do another one, love to edit it for you, just as a friend. Well, that's pretty damn generous from guys that yeah. have right. written huge books, right. have other jobs, by the way. I know. I mean, these guys. This is what I can't it. figure out is how they do that, BB. They, books are tough sells and they're slogs, and you got to work hard like everything else. And but I mean, how are you researching these? Both of these guys have other full time. Well, jobs. he told you in this case we split. So yeah. 
when when you do it like they do, you just do this 50% over here and you don't even think about this other stuff. Yeah. When it's all done, we're going to get together and make sure it flows like a quilt and all that. Sure. But and they they split it up and even then it's just it's brutal and it's tough. But anyway, so their book is 12. Obviously, if you haven't picked it up yet. Yep. My book for what it's worth, I'll throw it in there is a frost and hell. I'll forever bore you with that as well and I would advise you to pick both of them up because that's what I'm doing. There you go. And that's what people that I know. Are doing. Love it. Hey, um, let's change gears. we got to go back to Washington for just a bit here if we could. Um, were you surprised to see Ivanka Trump out yesterday chit-chatting? And more importantly, were you surprised by what she had to say? Um, I, I guess for five seconds I was, and then I wasn't. Yeah. Because I think this is what happens. That Ivanka always is... They, when Ivanka is out, that means they've figured it out. Mm. They now know what they want their story to be. So, Ivanka, you go out and be the nice, the good cop. And then right after that happens, Trump will say, see, that's what I was talking about. And so you saw his tweet right after oh, yeah. she made her big statement. They figured it out. Yeah. This is how we want it to go. And that's what they did yesterday. So, so she that's was, the PR going on. Yeah. She was, we haven't seen her out for a while, though. No. She was, um, she was being interviewed, um, Axios. And um, let's see, Marita, you have some of this, don't you? Yep. Let's play some. Sorry? Do you think the media is the enemy of the people? No, I do not. That's, that's not a view that's shared in your family. Are you looking for me to elaborate? And sure. No, um, no I don't. I, how do you, how do you I mean, I, I, I certainly, I certainly have... Um, I, I can share my own personal perspective. I've, I've um, certainly received my fair share of um, reporting on me personally that I know not to be fully accurate. Um, so I've, you know, had some, I have some sensitivity around um, why people uh, have concerns and, and gripe, especially when they're, sort of feel targeted. Um, but no, I do not feel that the media is the enemy of the people. I thought what she said was legitimate, too. I mean, I, I'm sure that she does feel like, at times, they don't get it right, and that does make you a bit sensitive. But overall, they're not the enemy of the people. Now, what makes that particularly interesting is that that obviously juxtaposes with Sarah yesterday who was asked multiple times directly to just say that, and she wouldn't say that. And so... But can I say something about that? And I, I don't usually take Sarah Huckabee Sanders' position, but she said, she at the end of that the exchange with Jim Acosta, and we can certainly play that, although that's going to take a few minutes, but at the end, she said, and she clarified it beautifully, I speak for the president... And he has told you how he feels. She's not there to say what Sarah thinks. She's there to speak for the president. That's not the case for Ivanka Trump. Ivanka wasn't being, she's not out there speaking for the president. She's speaking as Ivanka Trump. And she says, I don't think they are the enemy of the people. So, you know, Sarah Huckabee Sanders' position um, and her role in this administration is very different from Ivanka's. True. But I, for, for a lot of people, I'm 
for for people like my uh, my sister who likes Ivanka and hates her father, the mm-hmm. president, mm-hmm. she would beg Sarah to just say what Ivanka said. Why can't you do that? Sarah is a different breed, as you said, and these are different people, different circumstances. Her job is and different. Whatever. Right. If I'm even close to right that this is when they figured it out, that's when Ivanka goes out. But if you figured it out, then shouldn't Sarah also be telling that same story? Yeah, but the president didn't. He followed it up with, "You're, you're, he's, she's right, except fake news, which is most of media." But again, so back to Sarah. <laughs> so, why doesn't Sarah say that? But uh, I'll, what I would argue is, so what Acosta did yesterday, a I find unbecoming. B Acosta kept saying, and what he kept missing is, he kept asking Sarah directly, why can't you say, you haven't said, you haven't said. He's missed it every single time. It's not Sarah, it's the president. Well, that's why what she hasn't made clear. He said, why right. hasn't he said? Right. And he never did right. get it right. Well, and so he sounded really whiny and defensive and snowflake, whatever word you want to use. Well, she should have said that right off the bat. That was the that was the thing. She should have put him in his place. I have I'm not here to speak about what Sarah Huckabee Sanders thinks. I'm here to speak for the president, and the president has made it very clear how he feels. Period. Done. And, I don't need but, to say it. But she also did say, look, I've been aggressed by you guys. So she sort of did lead that way a little yes. bit. It's another one of these both people got there. Yep. Uh we can play some of that when we come back. But first let's check in with Andy Carboni and find out what's happening on the roadways. And I, I, I think it would be a good thing if you were to say right here uh, at this briefing that the press, the people who are gathered in this room right now, uh, doing their jobs every day, asking questions of officials like the ones you brought forward earlier, are not the enemy of the people. I, I think we, we deserve that. I think the president has made his position known. I also think it's ironic. I'm I'm trying to answer your question. I I politely waited and I even called on you despite the fact that you interrupted me while calling on your colleague. I said it's ironic. Which is why I interrupted. I'm trying. But if you you finish, if you would not mind letting me have a follow-up, that would be fine. It's ironic. See, I wanted her there to say, no, I won't. I got your question and that's it. Whole thing, right from the start, you knew that was going nowhere good. I feel like if she he, she was asked that by anyone else, she would have given a different answer. But we're just gonna do well, rock 'em sock 'em robots with those two. So I don't know. She, I don't. Uh, the day before, when he wasn't in the room because he was recuperating from his <laughs> night in Tampa, someone else did ask, and in fact went so far as to say, the, you know, one of our colleagues had to endure them screaming that, you know, the, his network. And went on to explain. I'm not going to say it on the air, but anyway, uh, and she didn't. She didn't answer it much better than either. She she did say, I think where she goes off the rails here, she gets irritated with him, and it is the first time, I, to my knowledge, that she has acknowledged some of the ways in which she felt attacked by the media. Um, Sarah, uh, so. Let's just play. Let, let's play just a little bit further here, if we could, Morgan. Jim. Uh, that not only you and the media attack the president for his rhetoric uh, when they frequently lower the level of conversation in this country. Repeatedly, repeatedly, the media resorts to personal attacks without any content other than to incite anger. 
Uh, the media has attacked me personally on a number of occasions, including your own network, said I should be harassed as a life sentence, that I should be choked. ICE officials are not welcomed in their place of worship and personal information is shared on the Internet. When I was hosted by the Correspondents Association, of which almost all of you are members of, you brought a comedian up to attack my appearance and call me a traitor to my own gender. In fact, as I know, um, I'm as far as I know, I'm the first press secretary in the history of the United States that's required Secret Service protection. The media continues to ratchet up the verbal assault against the president and everyone in this administration. And certainly we have a role to play, but the media has a role to play for the discourse in this country as well. All right. So, And you heard the other reporter yell, tell it to the five people in Annapolis, the newspaper. Yeah. My answer on for both of them is I was surprised Sarah did that, but she he had it done was under written, her skin. By the way. I it know. Was written. She, was, she ready. was ready for that. Yeah. But I would one thing with Sarah is and it goes doubly true for Acosta, which is that old line that self pity is not good box office. Right. Acosta whiningly like but but tell the world I'm important. I, I really yeah. but Sarah also I wish that she had I wish she had said that. Jim, is it that important to you that I tell them that you're awesome? Is it really? Why don't you just do it yourself? You have a pretty powerful medium, and why do you why do you stop going on about this? Something well, along the, those the, lines would have been fine. The unfortunate part of this is that it's become so personal to all of them. And one thing he does say, now he follows this that up with the line, Sarah, look, I, I, you're right, and I'm sorry that that happened to you, and we all know that that – Washington is a rough and tumble town, and we've all taken our knocks here. And in some ways, I wish he would have backed off. But having said that, his point, I think, is not so much about him, although he makes the mistake of making it look that way. His point, I think, is the idea of a a free press. And is the president really calling out the press, the free press, as the you know the the demon of all society for the American people, but he doesn't come off that way. He comes off as if he's whining about it, and she could have stopped this whole thing again. She could have stopped him at the beaches with her last line, which is just, "Look, I am here to speak for the president, and the president has been very clear how he feels. Doesn't matter what I think." But unfortunately, she laid out what had happened to her, which made it look like you do. It does matter what you think. So, I don't know. This I, I mean, again, I don't want to get into this too much because you, I, we all know where everybody's going to stand on this, but her defense would be like, well, she now has Secret Service protection. I mean, you have put her in danger would be the argument. I, I would argue that Acosta was in danger the other night a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, right. I, I will t- to me, of all the self-pity thing, I, I'm, I'm bored with the Acosta White House thing at this point. I'm just tired of it. But I, I'm not going to let it go without passing. The media continues to do themselves a disservice. When that guy shouts out, tell it to the five dead from Annapolis. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Root. 
Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. They're, they're brought up because why? That had nothing to do with any of what they were just talking about. That had to do with a guy who had a grudge against a particular paper because of a particular uh, column that they wrote about him. It had nothing to do with Trump. It had nothing to do with the White House. It had nothing to do with politics. So what are you bringing that up for? When we know that. Yeah. So that was ridiculous. You're, you're trying to put the blood of those five on the president or on the administration or this whole conversation. For me, that's well, ridiculous. Well, for me, I agree with you. And we do know the facts there. And we know why that guy went in there and did that. I would just argue that rhetoric as a whole is just too high. And violence is the answer to everything, it seems. But for this G- point. I, if I was so, CNN, I would be, I would, I would absolutely call Jim and Okay, that's that's not awesome. You went on way too long. You seemed really whiny. You, you made your point, and you made it 15 times. Once we got it, we don't need to keep doing that. I get that you're the story right now, and that's all fine, but that that didn't look good for me well, if I'm seeing it. I understand that, and I think you're right. Now, having said that, last night I happened to see Spicer on something, and he said that one of the problems that he believes that he had was he too frequently became the story. Oh, I agree. And Sarah, Sarah better be careful. Because yesterday, she that, that's what she did to herself. She became the story. And she started to tell her part of the story. She needs to take a, take a, a dose of her own medicine. I'm not here to talk about me. If she wants to tell that story, she tells it in a book later, just like Spicer. Right now, her job is only to speak for the president. Period. And I would remind those people in that room over and over of that. Don't ask me about me. I'm not here to speak about me. I'm here to tell you what the president thinks. Period. Because you can't have it both ways. You can't, You can't as the, as the White House spokesperson, you can't have it both ways. Either come out there and tell us what the president says, and that's that, and go back in and don't mention you, or you become your own spokesperson, which is what Spicer did, and then you get messed up. A guy tweeted this yesterday, uh, works for Politico, I think, and I tweeted out plus 100, and I'm serious. I, why are cameras, why not just pull cameras from the White House press briefing? Because that solves all of this. What Acosta did, and then no. that's not happening if there's not a camera as in the someone room. And if you're getting you know, out the information, as someone you can whose do it business, who is someone whose business was for a long time pictures and and video, I would say absolutely not, no way, because that's like saying I'm sorry to the print journalist. You can't bring a piece of paper and a pen in. Too bad. Can't do it. Especially one of the things that happened this week was that there was this big criticism about we're not well, what, we're not getting press briefings now. We've only had three in the last ten days or whatever it was. We'll have them every day. Only on Friday do you get cameras in there. I, and let's see if you're into journalism or if you're into grandstanding acting. And, journalism for people who work on television are the pictures. That's a big part of it. I would fight that like crazy, and it would be fought. There's no well, way. Well, you don't have a choice. The answer There's here, no fighting. The answer here is. You just is, don't cover it then. Fine, but we had a briefing. No, they would saying, fight it. They would fight it How do you fight nail. it? Because that's taking away their ability to do their job. And in this country, you don't do that. Yeah, There's but Sarah, no way. That's been fought before by other other uh, outlets. You can't do that. The only way, if you want to, if you want to put an end to this, know, but if stop the White having House, briefings every day. If the White House, but but they got ripped for that. So what? So, so the middle ground is we'll so have what? briefings, no cameras. But why do you care that you're getting ripped? 
Your job is your job as an administration is to do the people's work. But I don't care. But what I am going to let's now find out because you're these holier than thou journalists. Fine. They're, Let's do it are, this way. I don't think they think they're holier than now. They're, they're doing their Ooh. job with the pictures. Um, with pictures, that's I, well, what he they wasn't do. doing that yesterday. I don't. Of course think. he was because he's getting her her on camera. That's what, but that wasn't that's journalism, part of it. was it? That's part of his job. It's eight fifty-eight. It's a Friday morning. President's son has some controversial things to say about Democrats. Let's check in with Nick Bovey. It's 9.02 here on WRKO, Boston's Morning Show. Good morning, everybody. Kim and BB with you this morning. 617-266-6868. That is our number. Coming up in a half an hour, we're going to be talking with Scott Whitley. We'll be talking food. Oof, love to talk food on Fridays, that's for sure. I want to grab Amanda in Braintree. Let her give her a chance to, to chat. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I just wanted to say that... Um, Sarah Sanders, I don't think she was looking for pity. She was just stating the facts um, that, you know, the press, they've been attacking President Trump even before he was president. I mean, starting with Megyn Kelly. And I mean, really, there, it's, I can't even watch any news outlets ex- except for Fox. I try to watch other ones, but you can just, so, you can just tell from it comes all negative against the president. Well, I listen, I, I think the president's been clear about that, and Sarah Sanders has been clear about that as well. And for her to say whatever she would want to say about um, media attacks on the president, I think what we were talking about, the pity part, is when she gets into uh, the explanation as to what had happened to her. And what happened to her is lousy. There's absolutely no two ways about that. But, you know, it's a rough and tumble city, as Jim Acosta said. And by the way, Jim Acosta, it's a rough and tumble city. So, you know, get over it. Oh, this is not going to end anytime soon, BB. This is just an on. This is going to continue throughout this entire presidency because, number one, it's making money for some of these networks and, you know, for others, that's, that's the, the line they're going to stick by. So. I've always felt with the, the White House press briefings that, and, and Spicer had lost this, and Sarah has too, which is that I'm calling on you directly, and you got one. You heard you heard him. First of all, he wasn't called on. He's he's interrupting and he's yelling. Fine. She decides to call on him. But then before he finishes the question, he says, I, and I have a follow-up. And then when she interrupts him, he says, well, if you guarantee me that I'll follow up, they, they needed to, especially if they were going to be this combative, which they obviously are, they needed to establish rules on this because it is chaos every day, yeah. every day, yeah. and it's unnecessary. You, Sarah doesn't – it's not like there's some sort of written obligation that you have to – we're here to give you what we want to give you. Within that, you can ask questions. Like, really what he did yesterday was – I'm telling you what you need to say, and until you say it to my satisfaction, I'm going to I keep agree. saying that. I agree. That's absurd. Well, I, I, again, I put that part of that on the <laughs> – I don't understand why these press secretaries take this crap. 
Well, that's this what is I'm a saying. Dictatorship. Yeah, they, they needn't yeah. have. No. I mean, if I were Sarah, honest to God, I would get the guts. As long as I've got the backing of the president, when that stuff started, I'd pick my stuff up and I'd walk out. And I'd do that every day until they stopped it. But see, there's two things you're missing there. A, then you lose your chance to control the narrative. Regardless of whether or not you end up controlling it anyway, you lose a chance. And B, her boss really likes that. He likes that rock'em sock'em, and he watches them. Well, no, that's true. And he wants to see how you're going to do right. every single day in it. He wants Sarah to get beat up every day, and he wants to see how hard she punches well, my To me, the strength would be in cutting them off but for that, me. That's I, maybe the that you know, has I get the job it. is because Spicer couldn't punch back, and yeah. she can. Because I no, tell you Spicer, what, my well, punch— Spicer could, but the yeah. problem was that the nation— he became Saturday Night Live. They haven't right. done to her one. what they did right. to him— whether it's because it's a gender thing, because she's better at it, because we've just gotten a little bit numb to it. It yeah. could be a variety of reasons, but all Spicer became a caricature. Well, he was right. funny because he had all those little ticks, and because he would regularly make speaking mistakes, and that's right. sort of where it came from. She, like, for whether or not you like her, she's good at her job. Oh, I yes, I agree 100%. I, and that is the big difference. Spicer wasn't as good at it. Spicer... Well, and he was the first one that ever. Oh, we like just didn't said, know this you know, was coming. Right. right. Like this. We were all like, what? I mean, when he but came out with General the pictures Kelly do of this, the, and he's really good the at fence. Right. And <laughs> I mean, on. the difference is like when Spicer knew he was lying, he got really sweaty and anxious. And he was like, yeah. it is that, absolutely the biggest crowd. Like, yeah, his voice went up. Like, like, Sarah sort of does it in a way where she's like, Yes, she's she, I'm, much is, smoother. Right. I'm feeding you this line, and whether or not you believe it, I don't really care because this is what I'm saying, and you can deal with well, it. Well, Sarah has bought in to exactly what it was she said yesterday. I speak for the president. Right. You don't like it? You can take it up with him, but that's what I'm here to do, which is is her job. That is what she's supposed to do. That's why she has to be very careful about crossing that line if I were her because I got to tell you the truth. I believe down deep. She believes a lot of what she says. I think there are some things she doesn't. I don't know how you could because there's a lot of days that she goes out and has to say something and then 20 minutes later it's proven not to be true. So you got to stay with your line. Yeah. I speak for him. Well, the one and, – and let's get back to the president for a second because that's what sort of drives this whole thing. What – I, it's in his tweeting, right? What what are the biggest mistakes he's made as a tweet? In his tweets, the, that the press is the enemy of the people. One, yes, I don't think that's a problem for him with his base in any way, shape, or form, and I don't think it's going to cause votes to switch or whatever. But I put it in the top five mistakes for this reason. I'm positive if he had it back, he would have changed that. Mm. Some of these so-called judges is always in the top five for me. He That was a stupid thing, and if he had it back, he wouldn't have said that. He may have said this judge or something, which also he shouldn't have said, but it would have softened it. If he had the press as the enemy of the people to do over again, he would put a lot of the press. He would have just added a lot of those two words, or he might have done it as one word, knowing him. That changes that completely, and that's what his follow-up tweet to Ivanka was, is the fake news, which is a large percentage of, that gives him cover. That He said that one so definitively in that tweet and didn't give any wiggle room. That was a mistake. Yeah, and now he's had to double down on it over and well, over again. Well, he's fixed it he... now. 
Or and I the, meant well, the fake news. And if people didn't get that I meant the fake news, that's too bad. But he didn't say fake news is the enemy of the people. Mm-hmm. He said the press. And that's different. Yeah, it is. He also uh, showed us yesterday, just very quickly here, you know, he was in Pennsylvania last night. It, it was my favorite moment of his uh, rally last night uh, when talking when talking about his summit with Vladimir Putin and his press conference, and he said the media wanted him to come out, and, and then he steps away from the podium, turns as if he's turning toward Vladimir Putin, and starts shadow boxing into the air. And I was like, and he comes back and he's like, that's what they wanted me to do. And I, well, I'm not really sure that's exactly what they wanted you to do, but okay, I we get it. I assume he did that purposely to make a gift. I'm not kidding. I do think, I think that's why he hugged the flag because he wants that is a gift where people periodically show him hugging the flag. I think he wants this one where he's like John L. Sullivan. Or he's out there boxing. Jack Johnson or whatever. Like that's going to be a gift as it, of course it should be. But I think he's so conscious of it. He's purposely like, let me give them this one that they can make a gift out of. I'm not kidding on this. I mean, I do have to say, for as much as he irritates the daylights out of me some days, I do, I do find some comic relief in him. And oh, that, for whatever reason, I found that very funny. I thought it was ridiculous. I mean, the statement itself is ridiculous, but it was funny. I mean, come on, you got to laugh. And I tell you, every <sighs> time, up, Francis, right? <laughs> there's always things to learn and whatever. That speech last night was pretty much the same one as two nights before, but yeah. there's one different thing when he was doing the fake news thing. He brought up an example of how fake they are that they reported that he was 15 minutes late for tea with the queen. What's important about that isn't anything other than that there had been this story that he is a huge royal family <laughs> lover. Yes. That told you it. Because oh. with everything that was said about his trip to Europe and then to Russia, and or to Helsinki, I should say, that... Was reported and was inaccurate. That one, he feels the need to clarify because I do not want the queen to think that I was purposely trying to get her to wait. I wouldn't do that to her. That bothered him. And he's going to get that out, damn it, that I, I would never be late of for Of all the things that he could say that the media has made up about him, how dare you insinuate that I was late to meet the queen? Or I wouldn't step in front of her because it was a protocol violation. She walked behind me. Like, don't say I messed up with the queen. I was ready for the queen. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Again, which is what you said. You, 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 you have laugh. to find humor in some you of do. this, don't you? Yes. Yes, you absolutely do. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.